Defenders time in a lockdown Sydney. We are the neighbors that sneak you in the back. Come and have some fun around the campfire that is tremendous. I am your host, Elliot Robetti, and with me on my digital seat, leather bound, of course, because we accept nothing less. Uh, I have my co-host, Tommy Wits. Great to be here. That was a good intro. You nailed that one. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I, I, you know what I did? I had a little bit of forethought as the as the theme song was coming on, and then, uh, tre- you know, tremendo. <laughs> the last time we did it, you started with uh, the because uh, I was listening back to we can talk about our lost episode, but you, uh, <laughs> you, you know what time it is? It's tremendous, and the audio quality is just that tremendous. You can barely <laughs> hear it because the audio quality <laughs> is so poor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was trying to say. It's actually in line with the tr- with the tremendous podcast. It's very poorly uh, made and but, but uh, well very, intended. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no forethought, really, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I feel like every week I plan on putting more forethought in, and then it gets to time to record, and I'm like, hmm, put a next episode, <laughs> next episode. No, you actually showed me this tremendous app. It's called uh, Forest. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, you basically can track uh, the time that you spend doing different sort of tasks. So you can you can mark a task. It, it basically works. You have to grow your own digital forest. And so for each task that you manage to complete without being uh, delayed or, or disrupted, another tree grows in your forest. And, and, the, and so like a timer gets set. You can set it from 10 minutes to, you know, whatever amount of time. And once the timer elapses, you're given like a little signal and told that your tree has grown. And you can go back and look at all the productivity that you've had. And uh, I, my friend, have been using that on the uh, Tremendous Podcast. I've been uh, growing trees and uh, writing show notes in preparation for our uh, for our podcast. Oh, how good. Yeah, I love that app. It's such a middle-aged woman app to use, though, don't you think? Like even just the, check out my digital forest. I grew a pumpkin. <laughs> I got gardening and dusting done today. <laughs> What's been going on? How's your week been? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, it's been all good. Uh, visiting, I visited my mum with a uh, with a compassionate care uh, sort of um, exemption uh, in the Blue Mountains. She's just come out of hospital, but she's doing all good. And uh, I got to visit her, and it actually snowed. It actually snowed up there, and I hadn't seen oh. snow since I was like a teenager. Shit. It was the only way I can describe it is beautiful. <laughs> I was outside watching the UFC <laughs> on like a stream on my phone so that like I wouldn't be yelling in the house. And uh, it just started. And like my, my stepdad came out and just yelled, put that he goes, it's snowing. And I looked up and there's literally snowflakes on my arm and stuff like that. I was like, holy shit. It's since like, it's uh yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was fucking, it was, a, it was like a nice little weekend, but, um, but yeah, no, then I came back. We've been watching the Olympics. Unfortunately, um, Oh, fuck, what's his name? This is the thing. Guy loses. I don't remember his name. Something Greenwich, Greenwood, something like that. Oh, that's what he gets. If he, if he, if he won, I'd pay attention. But now he's just a nameless yeah. loser like the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indigenous kid that um, just lost. <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm pretty devastated. Um, I added it because I, I'm I'm proud of my Buddha. You know what I mean? But uh, but we'll see. We'll, we'll, but like, we'll, yeah. Unfortunately, he didn't do too well. The guy's like, uh, something in the forty-seven to fifty-two kilo division or something like that it was crazy i'm like i didn't even know guys got that small what's uh wait would you say you're proud of your buddha what is that like uh, i think uh it's indigenous like brother okay yeah yeah cool yeah, yeah. did he lose badly yeah. did he get knocked out 
No, split decision. Okay, that's not bad. There's not yeah, yeah. like you know, there's not really. Do they wear headgear at the Olympics? They don't wear headgear, but they're like I like I don't really. There's not too many knockouts. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Good point. I don't know. Um, I think it's because of the way that they score it. Like this guy, um, this indigenous guy was trying to hit him with big shots, but the way that they score it, I believe, is like it's it's clean shots landed, so it doesn't even matter how hard you hit. And by trying to punch hard, you're going to exhaust yourself. And it's three three minute rounds, so they're trying to like, you know, I don't know, like it's more of like a Nick Diaz sort of pop 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 pop, like just like uh, volume over power kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was uh, interested. I've yeah. always found that weird about the like Olympic because bo- Olympic boxing's amateur, right? You can't compete as a professional. That's actually, you know what? I haven't thought about with it that over the entirety of watching the Olympics, but that's one hundred percent true, actually. Yeah, it's weird how they've got those certain rules where it's like for everything else, the Olympics is the best in the world, and then for a few events, it's just like semi-professional. The same as football, yeah, you yeah. can only have a certain amount of players over the age of twenty-one or something. Are you saying football like soccer? Yeah, soccer. You can only have a certain amount of players over what, say? A certain age, I think. Like over the age of 21 or over the age of 25, I think. Really? Yeah. Okay. Why? Do you know that why that is? No idea. Okay. All right. Doozy. Ed, we'll end that there then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we should get to... Um, we should get to what was an attempt at trying to do what <laughs> we're doing right now and uh, by creating an episode for the people tremendous, for you, for you people. Uh, and this was, what, what night was it actually? This is Thursday night. It was last Thursday night. Thursday night. Last Thursday night. Um, before I went to the Blue Mountains kind of thing. Uh, and uh, it, it was a tremendous disaster. It was well, insane. I think... Because it it's only been our second episode back since I took some time off. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, the, we're still finding our chemistry, as, you know, you can't tell at all from this lightning hot start we've gotten up to in this podcast, this electric <laughs> level of entertainment. We're hitting all the notes right now. Uh, yeah. But we're still finding our feet again, and we're still kind of working out uh, online, doing this over Zoom and the audio and all that kind of stuff. And... Uh, Add on top of that, the anxiety and stress that comes with the pandemic. It was just a, a, a recipe for disaster, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, um, it was look, it, what it was was a plan that I had uh, put together and hatched over the top of, I meant to do it over the top of a frying pan, but I did it all over my leg on the couch <laughs> by accident. You, <laughs> don't, you don't hatch an egg over a frying pan. <laughs> I mean, crack an egg. Sorry. <laughs> it's a plan I that to... I... This is your problem, AJ. I noticed this. Like you, 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 your brain is always three steps ahead of your mouth. And so you get halfway through telling an analogy and you're already on to the next one. That's why I work better on paper, man. I, paper, <laughs> I, put, I put it together and then I say my thoughts. Um, okay. So like this was a plan that I tried to put together and did somewhat successfully put together. Uh, what it was, was uh, I had organized for every single one of the pseudo Toms, every single replacement Tom that played Tom uh, and, and replaced him over the Tommy hiatus editions. Um, and I, I got them all into this uh, stream yard lobby. So essentially I was in control of the, uh, the broadcast and uh, Tom could only see me. And I could see everyone inside of the lobby, everyone that was trying to get onto the stream. And so 
I, ha I can actually allow them into it uh, or take them out and they can hear everything that Tom and I are doing. So I got all of these Toms, all of the replacement Toms into the lobby and drop them in periodically throughout the podcast to interrupt and disrupt the podcast, um, talk shit to Tom and I and about the podcast and uh, and then just get out before really rebuttal could be could could happen sort of thing. And uh, I thought that Tom, as the roast champion, as the roast master champion uh, of Sydney, Australia, uh, former roast master champion, was going to come out with his katana and do some work. But instead, uh, there was a beaten man. There was a beaten man <laughs> by the end of the recording, and uh, and there were some feelings that had been hurt feelings that have been bristled <laughs> there were tears that had been shed and uh we're going to be putting this pop we'll get we'll get to that later but tom can please share your feelings about uh, all right here, here's the context from me was uh last week felt like a long week i don't know about everyone else in sydney but seeing that uh 140 cases a day just go sideways for the last two weeks it had been taking a real toll on my mental well-being and i thought uh I'd really enjoyed, we did the podcast the week before that, and I had a really good time doing it. I'd really enjoyed it. I was looking forward to it all week. And uh, and I thought, I remember thinking like on my way to do the podcast, I was walking the dog before going to join the stream. And I was like, I'm going to talk about how I'm not feeling so great right now. Maybe people will resonate with that. Maybe people will, uh, maybe people will engage with that. And we're doing this upfront patter stuff that we're doing right now. And uh, I guess, yeah, it's this... <laughs> This last uh, this last lockdown, it's been a bit. It's been tough. It's been it's been it's been hard. And you're like, oh, you you found that? Tell me about that. And I and I was like, oh, it's just like it just feels endless. It feels rough. And I kind of notice that EJ isn't really paying attention, and he's kind of messing around <laughs> the computer, and he's hitting the touchpad. And I'm like, what is this? Is weird. And I and again, and it's funny if you listen. We can if you ever get a chance to listen to it, you'll hear it at the start. Like I'm kind of quite smug about the fact that you're taking control of the stream because i'm like oh here we go well, this is gonna be a disaster let you know don't let ej control let me take care of things and uh, i'm literally mid like i'm hoping we're gonna be talking about like the mental tolls of covid19 and all of a sudden you go oh, tom what's What's this? What's 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 happening? And you try and play a very failed sound effect to announce our first guest. And in comes none other but uh, Brisbane's own Shane Hunter, who of all of the Tommy replacements, if there was one that was even slightly some argument for having legitimate beef with, it was him. <laughs> and Shane enters the stream and pretty much opens with, so I hear you've been talking shit, Tom. And, <laughs> and so we go back and forth a little bit and I'm like, okay, I can hold my own. But also, like, I'm very uncomfortable in situations. I, I'm great at roasting my friends and I'm terrible at roasting strangers unless it's in the guise of the uh, roast battle competition. And uh, so I left the Shane Hunter thing being like, fuck, did I, did I go too far? Does he really hate me? Did he hate me before? Did I, did I, but more than anything, Shane leaves the stream and you go, <laughs> you, and you go, anyway, what were you saying? <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, well, and this well, is after a barrage of insults. After the barrage of insults from Shane, you're like, so what, being called a, a no hope open micer and like when you go on stage, when you go on stage, I just take that as a note to go leave and have a drink. And I'm just like, 
And then, and then after he leaves, you just go, anyway, what were you saying? And I'm like, as if I'm just going to be like, um, oh, yeah, so what I was saying, EJ, was I'm actually very emotionally <laughs> fragile right now. <laughs> and then oh, when boy. I'm like, and when I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to say about this, you're like, oh, well, fucked. All right, well, um, what do I have to do to get you back on board for this podcast? <laughs> And then we, we start talking again for about two minutes until, oh, Tom, what's what's happening? Who's coming in now? <laughs> and the next Tommy replacement comes in. Otis goes hard at me for reasons I didn't understand at the time uh, and ends his feature on the Tremendous Podcast with, hey, hey, Tom, Tom, fuck you. And just like... <laughs> Oh my god! And it was an assault, and I was um, I was sort of playing it like uh, I guess that I I didn't know how they were getting into the stream. But like you, it was a jail you break. were playing it. You were playing it with this big fucking smile on your face, and as well, like <laughs> every time someone comes to the screen, you can't see it. But you would go from like leaning back, like suddenly at the computer, like an <laughs> IT tech nerd trying to crack a code. <laughs> And be like, whoa, what's happening here? This is weird. <laughs> that was me trying to get him out. <laughs> uh, so, and and for for uh, the audience reference, the song, the, the music that I was playing in between each each drop in was um, Rakeshi from WWE uh, being entering the entering the ring kind of thing. I was looking for like a Royal Rumble cut, but I couldn't get, I couldn't make it happen on Stringer. Uh, so that all that all went on for a while. Until I threw all the toys out of the pram and put my, uh, <laughs> uh, I was, I was so, I was, it was one of those moments where, you know, like the worst thing when you're kind of considering quitting something is realizing how quick, how easy quitting would be. I'm like, yeah. I had my, had my cursor hovering over the, the cross in the corner of the browser. Like you can leave anytime you want. You don't have to see EJ ever again, really, if you don't <laughs> want to. <laughs> Dude, then when you brought it up, you said, oh, man, you know what's great is about this podcast that we're doing on StreamYard is that I don't even have to leave your house, Elliot. I can just hit the X button up here. And I genuinely got nervous that you were going to do it. (laughs) And we were only through guest one. And I was like, oh, boy, we got a lot to do. I I didn't know there was a theme yet. I didn't know that this this episode had a premise. (laughs) And so... We introduced um, we introduced one more act, uh, two more people that were um, that were sort of uh, that were you know kind of they, by this point they were on Tom's uh, they were on Tom's side. Pardon me, um, basically saying you know I want to come in here and defend Tom. You can listen to this on what I think will be our first Patreon episode. Uh, but, but but they were they were saying I want to defend Tom, and then uh, we we had to take a break. We had to take a quick break. Tom, Tom required a quick little, uh, he needed powder his nose and um, we, we had a quick discussion and I just felt like it wasn't the right thing to do because I wanted to keep doing a podcast with Tom after we took a break um, and had a discussion on the phone off mic from the computer. And I, I wanted to do, a, I genuinely wanted to do a podcast with Tom and I didn't feel like the right thing to do was to continue with this little um, sketch I'd had planned. And so I messaged the group of people that I had organized of pseudo Tom's that uh, we're going to abort this plan. Um, it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. 
Uh, and then we embarked on 20 minutes of the most tepid podcast content of us essentially having awkward small chat over Zoom, but recorded. Um, oh, man. I do it's think so it's bad. quite it's quite funny that we've both come to the conclusion that the, having we both listened back to the podcast afterwards and both came to the conclusion, I think for different reasons, that it's not fit for cons- consumption. Uh, and our solution for that is to put it on a platform where you have to pay for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That'll really commit people who don't want who who uh who want to see our demise. You know, if all we're charging is a dollar to the most juicy and most uh, uh, damaging, egregious co- uh, content, then um, it's uh, it's going to be easy for them to track down. And <laughs> I don't think that's a cancelling offence. I think it just it just reflects poor. I don't know. I, I was I just, saying well, to you. Not even on that, but I discussed some things uh, on that podcast as well. <laughs> that um, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna say, I wasn't gonna mention them. I'm gonna bring it. I was a bit like, I'm not gonna mention the content of it. You have to subscribe, but uh, <laughs> I, you, you definitely by that point were annoyed at me, so you brought down the hammer and were just like, oh yeah, here's some more rope, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, we can talk about that in our personal lives. I've done some more research about a few of your points <laughs> on that topic, and I don't think they hold much weight. <laughs> I bet you don't, Channel Nine. <laughs> you calling me? Did you call me Channel Nine? I know I watch Channel Nine. Among others, <laughs> I la- I watch Channel Nine and laugh at it. You watch it with a notepad. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, I'm confused. So, what do you think my perspective is? I don't even know what Channel Nine means. Like, what's the? Um, I don't know, man. I pick like a large corporation <laughs> of uh, mainstream Corpor- news as opposed. to... Oh, that's uh, what it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to like some sort of, I don't imagine you wake up in the morning and switch on ABC. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. I, you yeah. know, I, don't I think you're like a, a secret, a secret trumper. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the guy has some good points, but I think you're all. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I'm not. At least I'm not a coward and keep it secret. I let people know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beatty and you have matching hats, kind of thing. <laughs> Today's podcast is not brought to you by the Tremendous Dating App. Are you sick and tired of dating apps where you meet and realize you have nothing in common? With the Tremendous Dating App, you know you and your future partner share the only characteristic that matters, a shared love of the Tremendous Podcast. But nobody knows better than EJ and I that opposites attract. That's why rather than being divided based on the outdated societal construct of gender, We'll ask you a series of questions to divide you into a more meaningful category. Are you a Tom or an Elliot? If you play golf, drive a golf, or defend the police, you're a Tom. Been in a fight? Go out at night? Hide from the police? You're an Elliot. Download the Tremendous Dating App now to match with dozens of tremendously sexy singles, including almost five women. The Tremendous Dating App. I found my Elliot. Now go find yours. And my uh, ideas, because I am an ideas man, but... Uh, you are, I will, I will, I will say with no hint of psychic, you are certainly an ideas man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, so my, uh, my, my next uh, grand idea is that uh, episode 50, episode 50 of the Tremendous Podcast is... Uh, 
on the week of October 18th, October 18th being the Monday. But on that week, we're going to be recording the 50th episode and uh, pending our freedom from the uh, from the the evil overlord, uh, Gladys Berejiklian. Um, pending our pending freedom, how successful and- Elliot's marching on the weekend was. <laughs> we'll yeah, see. That's all alleged. I was in Katumba. You, I've got the documentation <laughs> to prove it. Uh, I want to be having a tremendous live uh, house party. And that means that Tommy and I are going to be doing a live recording of a tremendous podcast, episode 50, uh, at from broadcasting from my house, uh, showing a, like a live house party and also live music uh, and some live uh, comedy. Now, there is a little bit of contention about whether or not I'm going to be able to bring you said music <laughs> with any sort of quality uh, through a broadcasting medium. But it is of, of my... Uh, it is of my belief that I can pull this off, and uh, Sam Menzies and Tom have showed very little, um, very little support in this idea. However, that's I know I, 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 I <laughs> you go on, you go on. Right. I interrupted. Well, no, I was going to say that I'm going to be trying to uh, supply merch. I'm going to be trying to supply merch at this party so that you can uh, readily purchase it there. Um, but look, I will get I'll get I'll more about this in the coming weeks and whether or not we're going to actually have to push it. But there is a fiftieth live. Uh, uh, podcast recording and uh, we have some tickets that we're going to be giving away to the people tremendous obviously i can't have all of you freaks at my house all of you uh <laughs> ridiculous fans but uh what i can do is we can offer a couple of tickets that we're going to be uh giving away in some sort of competition fashion to see who is the greatest uh who's the most tremendous tremendous person and uh we'll let you know how you can win those so here's where my doubt comes from, because uh, I don't think I, I am all for the event and the concept and the live podcast. I think what you haven't expressed to the to the listeners right now is how grand your plans are for this live podcast, because here's, here's how you tell the story from my perspective. You go, I want to do a live podcast. Very doable. At my house. Okay, a bit more challenging. With live music and comedy. All right. Live video streamed. Okay. It's cutting in between the bands and us playing. And we're also going to do merchandise. And there's also may or may not be drugs for sale, but we're not going to be associated with that. And there's also going to be free alcohol. And the video is going to be streamed in HD. And we're going to be wearing suits. There's going to be a couch and a desk. And there's going to be a house band that we go back and forth with. And the whole thing's going to take about an hour. And I'm like, I love that you. I love that you remember all the details. <laughs> yeah, someone has to. <laughs> this is. You're I'm, on board. <laughs> I'm on board for a lot. Like I'm on board. This is the thing. Like sometimes you come through with some really, really excellent ideas, but I know deep down I'm going to be the one who has to make them happen. <laughs> and I am saying from now, I relinquish all responsibility for making the house party happen. I will be there. I'll help you set up in the morning. I'm doing none of the thinking. I'm expecting to get there with HD streaming, several multi-angle cameras, uh, <laughs> and all of the necessary accoutrement for this uh, hugely high expectation party that you're going to be throwing. So you're going to be doing exactly what you do for every other podcast. Oh, except just I won't be editing. Lay, laying back. Just laying back. <laughs> <and> just, uh, <laughs> so Tommy, I have a quick question here for you. I know that you have a sister. Is it a, she's a little sister or a big sister? Younger sister. Younger sister. Did you guys ever, what, what was your way of like tormenting your sister? Oh, okay. 
this is a a really specific one because I'm really tormenting, but I remember this being a big thing. Like my sister always liked to press the button in an elevator. Not when I was there. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly the kind of stuff I'm talking about. It was little shit like that. Like just things I knew she liked to do or the news she hated. I'm like, well, this is definitely happening. (laughs) That is so fucking funny. I would love to know what kind of brother I would be like older brother. If there wasn't a middle brother, like a little, like another male for me to take my aggression out on. So you're... Are you middle child? Is that right? Paris, eldest, Rowie, youngest? No, Paris is the youngest. I'm the eldest. And, oh, you're uh, the eldest Rowie, eldest. Yeah, and Rowie is the middle. Um, so uh, I was sort of, I, I got in trouble for the first time. So they learned all the lessons from me for the first time. And were like, okay, don't go down that corner kind of thing. But uh, I also, I, I I was a fair share. I like, I tormented my little brother and my, bro- and my sister as well. Like just, I think I developed quicker as well than my brother, like physically. So uh, he would always get hurt without a, without fail in like a whenever we were wrestling or something like that, and he'd always run to mum, and mum was like, oh, "You know the routine, you know what I mean." Well, and what is, what was the routine? What was the routine like? Because I remember playing with, yeah, okay, that's not too bad. I remember playing, especially like family friends and stuff. They had kids, and we were playing, and then one of them would get hurt, just being like, "Oh shit!" You know, you try to like pull them back up on their feet, like you're fine, you're fine. It's yes. funny that's. Uh, dude, 100%. I remember this older kid once at a barbecue, like, was spinning me in a circle and slammed my face into one of those um, um, uh, fucking, what are they called? Clotheslines? Like, the clotheslines in the oh, yeah. steel ones that come out of the grass and just, and like, immediately smash nose kind of thing. And my dad was <laughs> wanted to kill this 13-year-old. I think he leaned in and said some shit to him as well that he shouldn't have said as well. Like, and uh, whispered some stuff. Was like, I would just kill you. You know, if it wasn't for my son. Wait, 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 wait. Your dad said that to a 13-year-old kid? Yeah, he was furious. He like uh, he was he wanted to kill this kid kind of thing because he was like older than all the other ones that there and like uh, he swung me in a circle and slammed my face into this fucking uh, oh, fuck. clothesline. <laughs> yeah. Jesus! But I I remember this one uh, time in a PE class. I don't remember what was happening. Like my mate and I, I must have been like fourteen, and my mate was either we were like trying to steal something from one another or something. And I remember I had his thumb. And I like yanked it, like I pulled on it and I like heard a crack and he like was in a lot of pain about it. And just as that happened, the teacher went, hey, what's going on there? And I remember looking at this guy like, don't fucking, don't dob me in, don't dob me in. And I just remember he just had like, in my mind, you know when everything's more cinematic in your memories? He just had like a single tear go down his cheek. He went, nothing, nothing, sir. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i was like oh you're the best i owe this guy that's that's fucking amazing dude oh man i remember um yeah no I, okay i remember the, the reason i specifically bring up uh tormenting uh my brother and stuff like that and and my sister was uh my brother and i we shared a bunk bed we shared a bunk bed in a room and uh I remember on times where my mom had just been pushed i, I previously mentioned that um I, I, I noticed and, and came to note that uh, when my mum came out of her room in the morning, if her hair was down, going to be a great day. If her, hair, if her hair was down, it was going to be a great day. If her hair was tied up, she had things to do, and I was going to my room for some something that I didn't deserve to do. Some undeserved time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like as Bill Bell would say, on some trumped-up charges. 
you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, I would know when my mom sort of was at this point where she wasn't going to delineate about like who, uh, who was wrong in this argument. She would just sort of, uh, she would just sort of mention that, uh, guys, I've had enough. You guys sort it out and uh, we'll, we'll get to this later kind of thing. Or, or you know, you, you're not coming out of your room until you figure this out. And once I knew she was sort of this, this like point of uh, no, no return, I would sort of mess with my brother probably more because I knew that my mum wasn't going to pick. Between. And so there was this thing that I would do. My, my brother would do annoying shit as well that meant nothing towards me, but it would piss me off. Like, uh, like he would get a brand new pair of shoes and then wear them to bed that night. <laughs> what? I don't know. He'd wear like a, he'd wear these full outfit for the next day, ready to go, and his shoes. And I would be like, <laughs> tell, I'd tell my mum, I'd be like, mum, he's wearing his shoes in his bed. Like, and, and she would be like, let him do what he wants to do. And it would, and he would just be lying there like a fucking psycho that's given his soul over to a cult <laughs> and ready for the alien ship to take his soul passing over. And he would just, uh, and it would piss me off. But so little things. So what I would it's, do is, it's, um, that's so funny because it's such a good example of like, I can't tell you why, but that fucking annoys me so much. Infuriated <laughs> me. And then, then my mum wouldn't let make him do anything about it. And uh, she was like, let him just be his creative self. He's great. You know, and I'd be like, <laughs> fuck this guy. I hate this guy. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like when you see a guy walking down the street with a parrot on his shoulder and you're, there's one part, there's part of you which is like, he's not hurting anyone, but the other part is like, oh, I want that guy to die. <laughs> so like, yeah, it was exactly. So my brother would piss me off like that. And so I had this routine that I would do where, um, especially I would usually only be able to do it if my mom was at this capacity of like not being able to delineate who was in wrong it was this perfect sort of storm and I would pull it off. I pulled it off a bunch of times, but I was in the top bunk and uh, I would start like spitting. I put my lips up against the wall and start spitting down the wall so that these lines of spit would just start rolling down like this, like shitty army rolling down towards rowing down the wall. <laughs> and I'd be like, Hey, Rowie, look at the wall. And, and then he'd look, at, he'd look over, he'd be like, Oh, mom. And, he'd pull up and she'd be like, it's already past the point you like sort it out yourself. And I just keep spinning down the wall at him all night. <laughs> and I have to pull his doona away and stuff. And, I'm, and I, I like, I remember that the other day and I was like, what is wrong with you, you animal? <laughs> it was so disgusting. That is disgusting. <laughs> so, I was wondering if you had anything like that you that you did to your uh, that you did to your sister. <laughs> no, no, just piercing level four. <laughs> was... You know what? You're not a bad brother. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it's, it's so like, oh, I mean, you you definitely come out as the bad guy in that story. Roey just wanted to wear his new sneakers to bed, <laughs> so you decided to start lubricating the walls. I don't, and they were they were broke. So we were broke as well. So they were probably like globes, or like they, 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 they were like you know dumb up volleys. Yeah, they were like something or some off brand or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they weren't new to they weren't new technically, but they were new to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he was a sweet boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should I jump into jump into my my thing? I think that little pause there is a perfect signal for you to jump into your little thing. All right. <laughs> Are we doing it? Uh, no, I can just. So, can Elliot, 
Oh, well, yeah, I was thinking we'll do an ad, but we don't have to do the and we're back every time. It felt really dirty last time. I was like, yes, we are. The, uh, I don't mean this. <laughs> for the illusion of the people in the tremendous verse, the the let's do it for them. You know what I mean? Like, let's oh, they've had enough of COVID. <laughs> um so all right so he, this, this was this was my thinking okay i need to uh, so every now and then there are examples of uh interactions between you and i where i just don't know whether you have like some kind of short term memory issue or you're just just not listening uh, and I think this was really clear when I went down to Melbourne for Raw, like four weeks in a row. I'd be like, just so you know, on this date in March, I can't do a podcast. I'm gonna be in Melbourne. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And why? Why is why is that again? <laughs> to the point where it's like literally like <laughs> the week before you're like anyway so you're gonna you, oh no no the day that i was in melbourne and i got a text from you like we're doing the podcast tonight baby boy <laughs> oh man i don't know what that, i think it's uh it, it goes in the same category as like remembering somebody's name <laughs> Just, i don't know why i don't know why i don't remember that shit you know what i mean i don't I've really got to. Uh, <laughs> so after the last, after the last, after the podcast that we described at the start of this of this podcast, after last Thursday's uh, debacle, um, when I was still kind of like processing emotions and equal parts ashamed and shitty about what had happened, uh, <laughs> I remember I sent you a message being like, "We should talk about this later. We need to talk about what happened." And you went, "Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll give you. I'll give you a call tomorrow." And I went, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm working till five. I won't be free before then. And you went, too easy. Sure enough, two thirty. I get a call. And I was oh, no. like, Fuck this guy. <laughs> I did a hundred percent forget actually. Until right now, I remembered you actually did tell me you're going to be unavailable this time. And if you look, if you look at our like Facebook conversation, the last message I send you is not free till five, and you went too easy and the next message message you'd be like just try to give you a call i'm like <laughs> why <laughs> oh man i think i've been doing i've been, I've been on forest too much and i think that that, <laughs> that app and uh i think that i am organized but i'm not really <laughs> uh so that led me to 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 this little idea is uh elliot i'm i'm gonna give you a, a little brother's tremendous quiz so this is a speed round, okay? No, no thinking too much. I want to see how you go. You ready? No thinking too much is what I do best, Tom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Elliot Rivetti. It's an easy one. What's my partner's name? Beatty. Correct. Question two. What's my dog's name? Cooper. <sighs> True or false, my parents are divorced? False. What do I do for work? You work in um, advertising. I recently changed jobs. Before that, what did I do for work? You did um, group analysis or like uh, you, like public group analysis. You did public opinions on sort of like, uh, like you tested people. So if they like this product sort of thing. 
Very good. Girl, I, growing up, I lived in two countries. Name one of them. You lived in the Philippines and in the UK. How much money do I earn per annum? <laughs> I'm not, I don't get that personal, but it's, uh, I'm going to guess... 85. $85,000 a year. I'm not going to tell you right or wrong. I'm just interested. Uh, <laughs> I have a large tattoo on my body. Where is it? On your forearm. And what is it of? Uh, a birdcage. How old am I? 31. And what month is my birthday? Oh, fuck. Oh, I'm never going to remember this. Okay. You are born in the month of October. Well, you did way better than I was expecting you to, if I'm honest. That was, how do you, how, how do you, so you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 12, 12 questions, 12 possible marks. What do you reckon you got? Fuck. I think I got at least a seven. Yeah, did you say you got a nine? You got a nine out of 12. I did not oh, have a tattoo of Birdcage. Was that just a guess? No, I think I mixed it up with Harry John, Sydney comedian Harry John. Oh, does he have a Birdcage? I know uh, I Anthony Lokash has thought about getting a Birdcage. <laughs> he is a Birdcage. But, like, the, the I haven't, uh, I don't know what a, a Harry's tattoo is. I think it's. A, I think it might be a Birdcage. And also a side of, like, a cliff, a cliff face that has also been fashioned into a woman's face. Yeah, he's got that on both sides. And then... Yeah. You got my age and my birthday wrong, which actually I would have thought of all the things. I'm very surprised you got both of my jobs and the countries I grew up in. That was very impressive. Okay, cool. So then, you, okay, so your age is 32 then? No, I'm 20. I'm the same age as you. Oh, fuck. Why did I, why did I think you were older? I don't know why I thought that you were older or something like that. Maybe it's because Maturity, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, well, and... I, I, I uh, not bad then. No, you know, you, you know what? This is the real shame. Every time I try and set up segments that are going to embarrass you, you just uh, you throw it back in my face. <laughs> as opposed to when you do, as opposed to when you try to do that to me, and I just throw a strop and uh, rage quit. <laughs> I haven't actually used. I haven't heard anyone use the word strop since uh, Agatha Christie. <laughs> <laughs> Strop's a great word. I recommend you get onto it. <laughs> Uh, I recommend we get onto this next next ad so I can get a beer real quick. All right, let's do it. This podcast is not brought to you by the Oh No. That was actually my twin. Ever done something that made you consider leaving the country and never coming back? Like shitting yourself in public or manslaughter? Well, now you can cancel those airline tickets with a tremendous Oh No. That was actually my twin. At the tremendous Oh No. That was actually my twin. We create a perfect replica of your face and mask one of our actors for you to bring into your apology i'm sorry boss but it wasn't me who pissed into your pop plan it was my twin brother here thanks the tremendous oh no that was actually my twin now i can show my face around my colleagues the tremendous oh no that was actually my twin elliot i am still in disbelief that you have a twin brother but irregardless you're still fired And we are back. We don't have to do it every time. You just, you can just start talking. To. People will know we're back. Okay. 
They might not. We can keep this in. Like we can still keep this in. We'll show them. We'll show them our working. But I'm just saying, in future, don't feel like we have to say it every time. I bet you will. Okay. Uh, two quick ones, and I because I, I, you might shoot down the first one real quick. Um, Tom. <laughs> I have an idea for you. It's a sort of a feed on the street type idea, which we will be getting back to, but it's a feed on the street type idea um, wherein you and I will be interacting with the public. So it is also, <coughs> pardon me, pending on when we go back to uh, a little bit of more, a little bit more freedom. But the idea is who can sell more dildos on the street? <laughs> who can sell more dildos in person? Oh, I don't want to do this at all. <laughs> which is why we have to do it, Tom. You know, the things that you want to <laughs> avoid the most, the things that you probably need to do the most, you know? Okay, so uh, <laughs> did, is there is there any more I, – is there any more thoughts behind the idea before I before I jump okay. in to answer my, ask my questions? Okay, so we're going to go – you and I are going to go to a public space with one cameraman each, and we have to be separated so we can't see what sort of techniques we're using or whatever – but the rule, we'll set some rules, but essentially you will have a bag of dildos in in packets, in packets. I, I, I won't expect you to sell a naked dildo. That's crazy. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but if it's you can not sell safe. A dildo, it's not hygienic. Yes. You have to sell a, a dildo in a package at cost price uh, in whatever manner that you can in a public area. Now, you can do whatever you want to do that, but... Um, Essentially, it's it's we we maybe get two hours, uh, three hours to like you know anywhere in there, and uh, then we have to meet up and see who has sold more dildos. Okay, uh, <laughs> what was the inception of this idea? Where did this idea come from? Um, I don't know. I was just trying to think of things that would be really hard for us to pull off. <laughs> <laughs> and um, is part of the chat like? Do we get to pick the location and the hour? Like, is that part of the strategy? Yeah. Like, whether you're selling them at three AM or you're selling them at, we have to sell them at the same time. That's the um, that's a caveat. So we have to be there at the exact same time. Organize our cameramen to be filming us at the exact same time. We meet at a point, and then we go. Okay, timer starts now, and then we go off, and our cameramen film all of our misadventures, and uh, and then we. We we uh, we come together and we we find out who won, but then we put it all together in some video, and uh, give it to the people tremendous. Okay, now follow up question: How many how many dildos do you think we need to be on hand, so to speak, for the like right. you say a bag? We need to, okay, so it's it's like it's essentially first to sell three or whoever can sell more. Precisely. Okay. Um. And like, do you have? I'm, happy I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking. The <laughs> I look up the cost on uh, on eBay right now, and some of these are pretty realistic. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. What in cost or <laughs> realistic cost? <laughs> pretty reasonable, really. Uh, no, like, <laughs> like they 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 look like penises, all right. They really do. All the more enticing for our. Would be customers. Um, so okay, so so theoretically, we're going to need to have identical uh, times and dildos to sell. Uh, <laughs> but That's it's the point. It, so you don't get caught on a rainy day or anything like that, and you don't get caught, and I don't get caught with some sort of shoddy product. You know what I mean? 
Okay, and um, then and location as well. Like we we do we pick our own location or do we? No, you and I have to agree upon a location, meet at that location, and then go maybe two hundred meters away from each other, at least out of um, eye shot. So we're in and we're then, in direct competition. It's really a, who's going to sell those dildos harder. A hundred percent. Who has the horniest uh, bystander sort of thing coming down, coming out of work that day? But um, I say we pick somewhere like Martin Place or Town Hall or Central, and then we start on one either end of um, of like you know a rush of traffic, and we see who can sell the most dildos. I hate this idea. So I'm, I would love to watch this idea. I don't want yeah. to take part in this. <laughs> now, trust me, Tom. Be a part of history. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, I hope if I really? don't bring this up for is long enough, it comp- won't happen. Is that our next competition? We got our next competition uh, locked in. Who can sell? I mean, if, 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 if we if we can find a competition, because here's my I, I had an idea for a competition as well that we could do digitally. <laughs> that we. I bet that, you that, want to do anything, but <laughs> give me your idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was wondering, do you? Th- I don't know if it's a competition, but maybe we could make it a competition. Do you think we could catch a predator? <laughs> yes, we could. <laughs> no one's wacky enough to buy, think that we could. <laughs> do, you think, do you think that we could actually? I mean, it's a pretty fucked up idea, but also we're doing some good for the world. Could we troll yeah. enough online chat rooms pretending to be 14 years old that we could find and report and ideally charge a predator? I love that. And also, I, uh, I'm not going to toot my own horn here, but I was a licensed private investigator. Oh, <laughs> so I was the best that sentence could have ended. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that's right. I, myself, am into kids. So I'm going <laughs> to be inside of the mind of the predator. <laughs> I don't mean to toot my own horn, but uh, <laughs> no one knows predators like I do. I'll leave it at that. (laughs) 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 Okay, so I reckon this is a brilliant idea. Okay, so let's. I say that we. This is a perfect way for us to maintain our uh, our sort of interest during the time of COVID when we have to do it over over StreamYard. Our interest is a very hairy term there. I don't like that at all. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And then the next, and then when we return, we'll be back on. We can do the uh, the dildos in the street. But I think that in this time of um, predatory, like we could find somebody who's. It, it was going to be harder. It's going to be harder during COVID with lockdown. Like it's 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 hard for to catch a predator, let alone for us to set up. So lockdown might be hard to try and pull it off. But I say we start putting some uh, some wheels in motion to try and catch a predator. <laughs> <laughs> If we can get them on the podcast, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty great. That'd be great. That'd be awesome, dude. Like that'd be a great. Oh, we can blackmail them and say that we won't put out your details if you uh, if you talk about how you got here. Oh, <laughs> so we leave a predator on the street for some sweet content. Well, you know. Um, yeah, I guess not, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
<laughs> All right. Do you have any more segment ideas? Do we have any other like? Uh, I do have a quick one, but I'd rather just, uh, if, if, you know, I'll throw myself under the bus next week with this one. All right. All right. You hold off. Let's, let's, let's wrap it up. I got a joke of the week, but you got some shout outs you wanted to make before we go into that. I do want to do a quick, uh, quick, like uh, shoot out some shout outs real quick. It's going to be uh, Casey Coleman, Sarah Coleman, Jesse Leach, Jeroa Rovetti, Paris Rovetti, Zach Levin, and Nick and Sonita. And I'd also like to shout out Otis, the captain, complains, blames James Dingwall. Check him oh, out. We should put say, I just got a new EP out, Monkey Mind, I think it's called. Otis does have a fucking new EP out, Monkey Mind. Uh, do you want to, we'll showcase it next week if we can figure it out how to do it. Uh, on yeah. The Good call. Yeah, uh, like that. All right, okay, sweet. Cool. Jo- jo- joke of the week. Are you ready? Yes. Two nuns are in a nunnery, and the nunnery is going through uh, a whole bunch of renovations, and these two nuns have been tasked with the job of painting the rooms in the nunnery. And uh, they have this big bucket of paint, and they put out all their newspaper on the floor, and one of the nuns says, oh, well, we've got to be careful not to get any paint on our clothes. And the other nun says, well, why don't we just lock the door We'll get naked. We'll paint naked. That way, if we get any paint on ourselves, we can just wash it off later. And she goes, that's a great idea. So they get naked and they start painting the walls. And then they hear a knock on the door. And one of the nuns says, who is it? And from the other side of the door, they hear a voice says, it's it's the blind man. And she goes, well, one of the nuns and the other is like, should we just let him in? He's blind. Wouldn't hurt. And she goes, oh, I suppose so. So they open the door, let this guy, and he goes, Hey, nice tits. Where do you want your blinds? <laughs> I don't know why they had to be nuns. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Why did they have to be nuns? <laughs> That's tremendous. I don't want to sell dildos on the street. (laughs) You do now.